This is Brandon M. Crooker, and you're listening to the Apostolic Theory Podcast. All right, so today we have a very special guest with us. We have Jeff Hoffer, who is the uh, founder of Holy Ghost Radio. This is a tremendous resource for um, the body of Christ. I, I firmly believe that um, the lives it has impacted to this point um, it has just been incredible. And, you know, it's constantly expanding. Um, so we have Jeff Hoffer with us. Um, and I'd like him to just introduce himself, tell us a little bit about um, where he's at, the church he attends, and his ministry, uh, maybe a little bit about his background of what led up to Holy Ghost Radio. Oh, I'm br- thanks for the opportunity, Brother Brandon, and uh, this is Brother Jeff Hoffer. Um, I got in church in the year 1996. Um, I was actually Brother Miles Young's first convert in Faith Tabernacle back then. And now we have changed the name to Faith Mountain here in um, Lakeside, California. Uh, The things that basically stood out to me as a new convert uh, was the spirit of the church. And basically, God led me to Pentecost. Uh, I was 29 years old, uh, drugs, alcohol, uh, heading to a divorce court. And God pulled me out of all that. And uh, here we are today. But at 29, uh, started going to church. There were five of us in the church at the time. And uh, it really, it was just a whirlwind of basically how God kept his hand upon everything. Uh, We went from five to 60 in the first year which is unheard of from a home mission work. And uh, Pastor Paul Bertram took over in 98, where there was 19 that voted him in unanimously. Uh, Of those 19 left today, there's my wife, myself, and one other gentleman left of the original 19. And right now, we just sold our building, uh, looking for another one, having revival over... 200 people now and uh in our third building and and god is just god said he's gonna have a church man and uh it's just unbelievable how it all went went like that but um to tell you i don't know if you want to talk about how holy ghost radio started but you know i can tell you it started in a prayer meeting in 1999 Mm. and the thing was is that in that prayer meeting in 99 I was just praying with my prayer partner and the next thing you know is I heard a voice and it said radio ministry and I looked at my prayer partner and I said hey man did you hear that and he goes hear what and I said well <laughs> <laughs> I heard something that said radio ministry and the next thing you know you know we basically went to his house put a business plan together and we were going to start an apostolic radio station. And back then, uh, 
obviously, you know, technology-wise, it was, we thought it would be a big tower studio, you know, the whole nine yards. So we made this huge business plan, uh, gave it to my bishop at the time, Brother Wilson, at an old PSR meeting. In fact, PSR meeting was the first meeting I ever went to as a new convert, and that was in 99. Uh, so we gave him this business plan. He looked it over. He said, well, I'll get back with you and, and let you know. I said, okay. So he gets back with me a couple weeks later and just says, hey, Brother Hoff, he goes, you know, this is great, but we don't have a million dollars to start a radio station. You know, so we just kept praying, man. 99 went by, 2000 went by, 2001 went by. And in 2002, an organist in our church, uh, he came to me and he, he said, hey, Brother Hoffer, he goes, you know that radio deal that you want to do? I go, yeah. He goes, well, there's a way you can do it on the Internet. I'm like, oh, get out of here, man. You know, I've, I've looked over it. it. It's too expensive, blah, blah, blah. He goes, no, no, no. He goes, you can do it. And so that afternoon in my apartment, we started Holy Ghost Radio. And it was basically a black gospel radio station, played a lot of music, um, started getting a listener base from that. And uh, that was the ground roots of it all. And then once... Once that happened, uh, Brother Gordon Poe at the time was in revival with us at the church. And uh, he had a conference called Times of Refreshing. Still has it today. Um, but I asked him once we had the radio done, I said, you know, hey, I'd really like to try this out at your conference if, if you don't mind. And he's like, sure, man, you know, no problem. Let's do it. So me, my prayer partner, my wife, his wife all flew down on, and I remember this date, Brother Brandon, because 9-11-2012, excuse me, 9-11-2002, 2012, what I was just talking about, but 9-11-2002, we flew down to Houston. Mm. And the reason being is because that was a year later from 9-11. And when I tell you nobody was on that plane, nobody was on that plane except us. So it was kind of historical to kind of just go, that was the first conference I did. And, you know, we went out on a telephone wire. And it was 1,500 people in the, co in the conference hall. And we had church, man. It was just unbelievable signs and wonders. And we had 10 people listening all over the world. And that was basically the start of uh, Holy Ghost Radio. Wow. That's incredible. Because, like, if you were to think about where it started and just where God has brought you from, from that moment, like, you've got to, you, you can't look at that and say, you know, God's hand isn't in that. Right. Yeah. And and to me, Brandon, here's here's the deal that really sealed it for me i know it was a god thing but looking back now here we are in 2021 it's real easy to look back and say wow like because it this was basically a grassroots type of ministry like no one knew about holy ghost radio unless somebody told somebody else about it there's no way to advertise what i did 
Um, it was just, it was a God thing. And I know it's a God thing still today because, you know, hey, yeah, there's people who do what I do. But when I think the thing that keeps Holy Ghost Radio going is because it really is about souls. It's not. A, it's never been about money. It's about souls. And God is always going to have a ministry to let his word go forth. And that's what this has become. So. Yeah, that's... And, you know, when we're looking back and reading scriptures, how, you know, we're all called to be ambassadors, um, you know, we're called to disciples, and it's not just pastors that make disciples, it's disciples that make disciples, and, you know, we should, we all have our own part in the body of Christ, right? but just because we have a different part doesn't ever exclude us from that outreach part of it. Correct. And so... Really, this, I believe, what Holy Ghost Radio has done has given, you know, the believers the uh, ability to say, hey, have you checked out Holy Ghost Radio? Right. And then right. so so then they're giving the, this website to their friends and then like, hey, what did you did you check that out? What did you think about that? And then so then this is opening doors for conversation. And then. Absolutely. So not only is there, you know, there's music on there and there's preaching on there. You've got this this avenue that we really never had access to before. And certainly the Internet has, um, you know, given you that ability. Um, you know, we're where we could we can uh, Skype or Zoom meet with someone all the way across the world. Yeah, and the thing is, for me, I think the longevity of Holy Ghost Radio, there's people who've never heard of it and are still getting on it. And to me, that's the blessing in it, because really, when it was basically an internet-based radio station. Right. So when it took to the phones, and that was 2007, and that's another story in itself, in fact... I'm writing a book. It's going to be called hashtag HDR testimony, but basically it tells the story that I'm kind of telling in detail from beginning to end my conversion all the way until how Holy ghost radio has become what it's become. And it's, it's a God thing. You know, it, the thing was, is that here's a new convert in church 2007. He starts joining our prayer meetings in the morning. And he comes to me and he says, hey, Brother Hoffer, he goes, I know you got that radio on the computer. He goes, he goes, there's a way to take it to a phone. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, what are you talking about? And he goes, well, you can get an app. And I said, what's an app? I didn't have, you know, I was an Android guy back then. Uh, so I didn't even know what an app was. I was like, what are you talking about? Well, he told me all about it and I just said well let's do it and I did it and that's when it really skyrocketed once it went to the apps it, everybody had access to it and that was the blessing you know God directed it all that way you know yeah wow I 
I was, it was uh, 2012, I believe, um, that I was introduced to Holy Ghost Radio. Um, And one of my friends I met at a conference, they said, hey, have you checked this out? And I was like, what do you, what is that? And he's like, yeah, just download the app on your phone. And, uh, and I did. And I found myself, you know, while I'm driving on long drives for work or, um, you know, if, if I'm just, if I'm doing some work around the house, I'll put my earbuds in and I'm putting Holy Ghost radio on. Yeah. And, uh, well, Hey, you've been a blessing to us too, brother Brandon. I mean, I want to tell people this, you know, Hey, people, everybody has given the Holy Ghost radio because it is a grassroots thing. And you've given us a ton of preaching that we never had before. And that's what people have done. They send in their old tapes. They're, they're real, the reels. We can convert anything. And that's why we have the biggest archive because it's people like you and other people who have given their collections and said, Hey, people need to listen to this. People need to hear the word. And you know, what's crazy is it went from a black gospel radio station and you know, the powers that be said, Hey, you know, brother Hawk, you might not want to play that music because they're not apostolic. And it really changed the whole format of Holy ghost radio because then I changed it all to apostolic music. Well, I didn't have that much apostolic music, but I had started collecting more and more preaching. And so preaching really became the filler. Because I still did live events. In fact, a couple of years ago, I mean, we did 43 conferences in a 52-week period. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Hello. And so, and Marcelo and I, a lot of people don't know Marcelo. They see him every once in a while, but he's basically, you know, the HCR sound monkey. That, that boy has been with me since 2004, and it's him and I that have really created what this is and people look at me and go well how many employees do you have i mean blah, 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 blah. you know <laughs> hey bro this ain't a business like that <laughs> it's been it's been marcelo and i since 2004 and, I, and he, i've been he's been a blessing to me as much as i've tried to bless him because it's it's one of these things it's it's totally a god thing it's it, god put us together for this and he came from a background of uh, being in the radio business. So he knew exactly what I needed. And, you know, I was able to run, you know, the front end and he can run the back end and it just works. It just, it's, it's nothing short of miraculous, you know? Yes. I mean, the fact that you were linked up with, with brother Marcello and, the fact that he had the experience necessary. Correct. Wow. Yeah, and that, like I said, I met him at a conference. Like you said, you met somebody at a conference telling you to download it. Same kind of thing. I just said, oh, what do you do? In fact, he tells people today, he goes, he threw my business card in the met- in the trash. <laughs> he, just, he goes, oh, this guy's never going to call me, whatever. And I called him next week. I said, hey, would you like to help me out? anybody well yeah absolutely because there's years you know when i couldn't pay him anything you know i mean 
Holy Ghost Radio was just really, I mean, think about it. 2002, uh, we did our first conference. Well, I didn't get paid to do that. And then 2003, I went back to Bishop Wilson, and he had just started No Limits. I said, Bishop, I said, remember that radio deal? He's like, yeah. I go, it works. You know, it was like an Alexander Graham Bell moment, man. I said, hey, this thing works, man. Like, people can listen to your conference. And he's like, wow. So that really opened the door for all these conferences. Because, of course, you you meet people and they go, hey, I got a conference. I'm like, you got a conference? Okay, you got a conference? Okay, you got it? It, it was that, that type of thing. And really, like I said, once the app came out, even like for you, 2012, well, that year was, to me, I, it keeps going in my mind because that was just a year for me that really changed the course of Holy Ghost Radio, you know, because that's when all the conferences just started going bonkers. Yeah. Um, do you, this is just a little off topic. Um, yeah. But how has, how did um, the approach um, that a lot of churches took during um you know this covid-19 pandemic how did that affect holy ghost radio you know here here's the thing with that i had already seen it coming before so i kind of like was already behind the scenes starting hgr youtube and the reason i did that is because i wanted to give people a platform unless they could you know something that if they didn't have the means to do that, they could do, they could, you know, watch preaching on HCR YouTube. And so we did a couple live events through that with my own equipment and it worked. So then I started doing it. And then once COVID hit, well, everybody became a televangelist. Yeah. You know, that's what I, right. You know, churches, churches who don't even believe in it is like, Hey, we're, we're doing video. Well, praise God. Okay. Well, and, and my thing is, you know, people, there's people in Pentecost who don't believe in Holy Ghost Radio. Okay. You got, you got far lefts, you got far rights in Pentecost, but really all I'm trying to do is get the word out there in whatever capacity, you know, and that means if it's YouTube and somebody wants to watch it, the sermon, great. If they want to, hear it they have that option and that's really why i started it it was just you know again a god thing it was like hey it kind of oversaw that before it really happened in this pandemic you know right absolutely um as far as like uh where at what point did you say uh, we need to start introducing, um, uh, you know, like uh, guest uh, sections where people can come in and have their own shows. Because you have you have several uh, um, shows on Holy Ghost Radio at specific times. Uh, where did that? At what point did that get introduced to the to the model? Yeah, and, and here's the funniest thing of that, too, Brother Brendan, is that I really thought 
HGR would be more show driven because I wanted it to make it like a, a regular radio station where, you know, you had, you know, a three hour segment of a certain person and then another one and then another one and another. Well, it never really took off that way. We had shows come and go and then we decided, Hey, you know, if people want to do their own show, and it's obviously apostolic content. We're fine with that. It's, it, it, you know, doing this music show now with Ray Irvin, the Ray Irvin Morning Show. I'm getting a whole different uh, genre of listeners that have never heard about Holy Ghost Radio, and then there's others who've heard about Holy Ghost Radio and never heard about, you know, Brother Ray Irvin. Well, you know, now with the apostolic music the way it is. All these guys, man, are just so talented. And my thing was for music is, you know, because they said, well, you can't play Kurt Franklin and you can't play that. I said, well, where are the apostolic artists? Where are they? Yeah. You know, I, you got Miles Young and Tim Spell. Okay. Then what? So my thing was, is like, I had 2,500 tracks of music that I really think that now, man, these producers, these artists, they're making songs that are really impacting Pentecost. And that's what I wanted to highlight. And so kind of like back in the day when they had, you know, uh, only way I can say back when I was BC, <laughs> you know, Casey Kasem's top 10, whatever music countdown. Well, Hey, that's what I wanted to create with the Ray Irvin Morning Show. I wanted to say, hey, look, here's a here's a apostolic artist from an incredible church in Alabama that's doing stuff. And I said, I want to highlight him. And so we we did the Ray Irvin Morning Show. We've done um, obviously uh, Bob Simon. He's been a a guy on Sunday nights that a lot of people probably haven't heard because they have church on Sundays, but a lot of people also listen to him too. And he's, he's done his show. Uh, and we have the children, you know, HGR kids is always something that I've always tried to get. I wanted to do like an apostolic, uh, kind of, kind of like, uh, what they do in Colorado. And I don't even, I'm, I'm terrible at it, but I don't even listen to it. My kids listen to Odyssey. Oh, yeah. Adventures in Odyssey. But, exactly. And my thing is, there's so many Pentecostals who listen to Odyssey. But when I went to go, you know, this is another tangent, but when I went to go visit in Colorado, I was kind of upset because it was like almost these kids were getting duped. And why that, why I said that is because here's these cardboard cutouts and people are taking pictures with them. And I'm like, but they're not even preaching the truth. Where's, where's the preaching of, you know, Acts 238? Oh, just believe in your heart and you'll be saved. No, no. And so I was like determined to start something for kids. And it took off for a little bit. We had three or four episodes, but as you know, Hey, the reason Odyssey does what they do is because they have the backing and they have the, the time to do all these shows. Well, 
it, it takes time. And so we have a show now in Colorado, um, HGR Kids, which Sister Hicks runs from uh, Brother Elder's Church there in Pueblo. And she's doing a phenomenal job. And so it's just these different shows that I want to introduce. I, I want to I cover kids. I want to cover music. I want to cover topics, you know, and and that's where basically we're going with all these shows. I, w- I want more shows. Shows are great because people tune in and they go, oh, man, this is on today, you know, and they can listen. And that's all on HGR, too, just to let you guys know. So that's where all the shows are when they go live. I just made HGR, two for shows. And that's pretty much it. Obviously, it pre- has, you know, preaching on there 24-7. Absolutely. I remember when the app first came out and there was just the the one stream. And, yeah. uh, and then all of a sudden... I opened the app one day, and then there were two streams. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, so now you have you have these several different streaming um, uh, avenues, right? You've got different. Um, so you've got like HDR one, HDR two, three, four. Yeah, go, yeah, right. We go HD, and the reason why I had to come up with five channels is because usually about January. We have five conferences all at the same time. So I had to give everybody a channel because, and then obviously take them away and then put them back up every January because probably this year I'm going to have to add a couple more because there might be seven conferences all at the same time. Yeah. Which is crazy. (laughs) But I wanted to cover them all to give people choices. Absolutely. If they want to listen to this or listen to that. And, you know, it's always been free. The thing is with me is I, I started the HDR VIP because this, you know, this station is run strictly on donations. So my thing is it wasn't cutting it. And I said, I can't stop Holy Ghost Radio. So I gave people an option if they want to, just like Spotify, if you want to be a VIP member, well, you get all this. If you want free, you get this. And so with the free channels, I'm never going to take, we started the business channel with Brother Holmes. People love that business channel. Um, Just different things that we've started. And I've always had this burden for the missionaries. And my thing with the missionaries, how it started, we had a Spanish Spanish channel that uh, Brother Marcelo started helping me with in fact i thought the spanish would take off more than the english boy was i wrong and so that's when marcelo's kind of said hey you know i'll help you out with with the english i said that'd be a blessing you know and the next thing you know here we are fifteen thousand preachers letter and counting and marcelo's been the one who's edited everything you know uh the, the man is legally blind. I'm not getting into all the details. But it's a God thing. Here's a guy who's running my back end who's legally blind, and he's edited 15,000 preaches and listened to all these tapes and, and tapes, CDs, reels to reels. I mean, it's like unbelievable. So my thing is how I got on that tangent, but my, my thing was 
I wanted to make sure all these missionaries had a venue to go to to spread their gospel. And so we had we started with Spanish. Well, next thing you know, Brother Alviar Jr. said, hey, I'd like to do a channel. I said, great. I said, congratulations. It's, it's your lucky day. I mean, just send me your content. And that's every, if you look, Brother Brandon, every um, language, and I'm not done. There's plenty of languages coming. But I believe, especially um, Brother Zar in, in uh, Beirut, Lebanon, he told me, Brother Hoffer, don't ever stop, you know, HCR Arabic, because it is making an impact. And my thing, I know that God told me, you have to do these languages. But I'm not charging these missionaries for it. And the reason being is because I know there's souls out there in different languages that need the Acts 2.38 message. Absolutely. Especially when uh, mainstream, and I have a hard time calling it Christianity because... They, 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 they really, to be fair, they're cherry picking the message. They're getting whatever message they can to sort of amp up the masses and make them feel okay in living in sin. Right. Um, and so repentance has no longer been this act of changing your life and asking for forgiveness and turning away from sin. It's just. Well, you know, we live in we live we live in the grace. This is the this is the grace period where we have grace. Well, yeah, you have grace. Noah found grace because he was obedient to the word of God. Right. <laughs> so yes. we that's when we find grace. We get grace because we're obedient to the word of God that has been placed before us, you know. And and that's in its entirety and that's not just part of it. We can't just say, well, it says here, you need to believe, but, you know, what is it? Two verses later says, he that believeth and is baptized. Right. He that believeth shall be saved. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. And then you, so you've got to, we have to piece it together in its entirety. Right? Because right. it's line upon line, precept upon precept. Here, there, a little, and there a little. Right. Um, and so, I, I just think... I think what you're doing, and and obviously I know it's God, and I just, I think it's incredible that you were willing to really step out, you know, and just say, we're going we're gonna to do this, um, I'm going to obey the Lord, and, and God has just blessed it. He has blessed it, and you, you said you have it in several languages available, and, and you're not stopping. You're, you're going to get it in as many languages as you possibly can. And then and you've got all the preaching channels and the music channels, and you've got these shows to reach different demographics to draw people into the message that's being preached. And it comes back down to, you know, the gospel. So really, you're a worldwide evangelist. Yeah. <laughs> Brother, Brother Mayo makes a lot of evangelists mad when he says, this is the greatest 21st century evangelist. And I said, you know what? God has done that. It ain't me. You know, I, hey, God used the donkey. He can use Jeff Offer. Mm. And that's how I look at it. You know, and 
I'm just, bro, I, I'm weeping right now. I'm just thinking about it, just going, you know what? I'm a blessed man for just following what God told me to do. Yeah. And a lot of people, you know what? They run from their calling. Yeah. If God told you to do something, hey, Jackson, you better do it. And I don't care what by what means. Because, hey, I still had to work, you know, a secular job. I mean, I took my paychecks when my wife was going, what are you doing? I said, babe, I, we got to get this. We got to do this. My mind's always working for the next thing, you know. But really what God was really doing in these apps was, hey, bro, I just made your station worldwide. That's what I did. Yeah. And forget the radio. Because the terrestrial radio station, hey, that's fine and dandy, but you're reaching people you'll have no idea that you're reaching. Yeah. And I'll tell you a story. This will blow your mind. But, and this is another reason why I do it. I had a guy who, um, and I always tell this story because it's just powerful, but I was at WPF Summit one year for a conference, 2008. And, uh, a gentleman came up to me, he's probably in his 60s, and uh, he goes, are you Brother Hoffer? I said, yes, sir. He goes, well, I'm, my name is Dean Godare. And I said, okay, well, I know the name Godare. Obviously, are you, okay, so you're related to Brother Godare? Oh, yeah, he's my cousin, blah, blah, blah. Oh, great, okay. And he said, Brother Hoffer, he goes, somebody told me to download your radio station. He goes, you don't know. He goes, but I've been backslid for 35 years. And he said, I downloaded it. And as soon as I pressed the button, the, whoever was the message, I don't even know who it was. But he said, you need to get back to an old-fashioned altar. And he ran to a church, weeping. And he said, because of the Holy Ghost Radio, he goes, I'm back in church. <laughs> and both, I'm, I'm in this conference just weeping, going, wow. And see, Brandon, that's the testimonies. I have no idea. You know what I'm saying? We don't know who we're touching all over this world. You know, one day, hey, God will reveal it all. But now it's just like God's, God's just adding to the church, man, and you know, I'm trying to save everybody before this thing wraps up. Yeah, and yeah, we're getting we're we're getting closer and closer every day. It's yes, I'm yes. I'm always looking. I'm just like, hey, I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it's exactly. just it's just getting worse. It's I just the just the conversations uh, that I've had with with people, um, you know over the even the last few months just first of all the, the fear that people have over things that you know especially Christians we have a hope we have a hope um and and so you know to live is Christ and to die is gain so yeah if if God takes me off of this earth because of COVID-19 well thank you Jesus hallelujah I'm in glory right 
And right. what, what, why, are, why are we living in this, this, this fear as opposed to just walking, walking in hope, walking in power, and walking in love? And so instead of, you know, backing ourselves into a corner or, or allowing ourselves to be backed into a corner, if you will, you know, we should be, we should be moving forward and, and we should be looking at ways that we can continue to move forward. And my greatest concern with during this pandemic, how everybody moved to the online format, and I think it's important, I do, but we like, like that moment where... Uh, Brother Godare, and he came up to you and said, I heard that, I opened that up, and that got me into back into church, back into right. church. He didn't, he didn't just stay sitting there listening to the Holy Ghost Radio, and right. now Holy Ghost Radio is his, is his pastor, right? He, util- right? he allowed God to use that to get him back into a church under a pastor. Yeah, and, and, and I want to interrupt you real quick on that. Hey, we tell everybody every day, Marcelo gets tons of calls, tons of calls. Well, do you know, do we give to you as far I said, we give the donations. We're not a church. I said, you need to find a church. You know, my big thing is you have to have a man of God. You have to have a pastor. Holy Ghost Radio ain't your pastor. And, and people, you know, there's some people out there who are still haven't gone back to church. I pray they get back to church. Yeah. They need to. Because we are not, you know, uh, Brother Booker told me this. He said, Brother Hoff, there's a lot of people who listen to Holy Ghost Radio, and that's their church because they don't have a church. Now, that's totally different. That's kind of like, but if you have a church, get to your church. Yeah. You know? This, this pandemic, we, we know, hey, yes, it has killed people. We understand that. But so did the flu. Yeah. Okay? So did pneumonia. But if they try to, and I'm not getting on political things, but if they try to put it all in a circle and say, oh, well, everything's COVID, that's a lie from the devil. Yeah. And we all know it. And it's going to be revealed. Right. But my thing is, Hey, we're trying to get as many people back in the boat because, like you say, hey, there's not too many days left, man. So. Yeah, and so that that brings us to where that that's where my concern is right there. What you're talking yeah. about is that we've given them this platform where, like, Facebook Live or or Zoom right. calls, where you could just you can turn your camera off and you can being sitting at home in your pajamas right and and you're and then they're saying well i went i had good church today no you didn't have good church today (laughs) you you sat at home in your pajamas yeah it's not the same it's well well part of it part of getting up and getting dressed and looking your best and getting your suit your tie going to church there's a sacrifice in the getting up and getting ready there's a sacrifice in Making the trip to your to the church wherever your church is, whether it's I travel forty minutes to my church uh, from my right. home. You know, some people travel two hours, whatever that distance is. There's a there's a commitment that God doesn't God doesn't look at that commitment and just it it means something to Him. And so right. when when we're when we're doing that, 
and we're getting outside and and we're going to our church and so there's those those that sacrifice and that commitment that goes into being uh really the best way to put it is faithful to the house of god and so we've given them this platform where they can and and again I'm I'm not against it. Our church uses it. I think that it helps get the word out there, but we've got to figure out how we can get them from behind the screen or from behind the the airwaves and into uh, a church building where right. they have a man of God that's going to preach the word. Amen. Because, yes, you know, and and I've heard some some great messages on Holy Ghost Radio that talk about, you know, standards and and, and Christian living. um, But we've got to have a man of God, like you said, that is in our life that can can see how we're living, can can see and can speak into our lives and allow the Holy Ghost to flow through him and to us and to our homes. Absolutely. Because we'll never, we'll never get away from uh, the necessity of uh, spiritual authority. Because the Bible says that there's a watchman; he stands on the wall and he watches for our soul. And so, when something's yep. coming at us, he's the one that gives us the warning. Right. You know, and right. uh, how how can we hear without a preacher? God chose by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. So you've got it, it's it's just it's it's an imperative. It really is. And so. Um, We we've got to figure out how we can get them get them back into the yeah. church building. Maybe I mean this gives me a great idea. Maybe it's a advertising we we do on Holy Ghost Radio. You know, you just spark something else in me. I mean, maybe <laughs> that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe it's a campaign. Get back. You know. Yeah. Um, and maybe there is. We'll talk about that later. maybe well see and and maybe there's a way that um we could like even even as a whole i know that like the united pentecostal church they have you could go to upci.com and you could find all the churches in your area right and my big thing was i wanted to do a search for church search search a church i called it on, on, I had it on my website back in like you know 2004, and then all of a sudden it's kind of like, hey, they indoctrinated it, and it's like, hey, okay, they did it themselves. So there you go. Yeah. And it, it was just one of those things because people always ask me, hey, brother, off, where, where's the closest uh, apostolic church I can go to? And then what I tried to do is just find them the closest one. Yeah. So. So I, you know, in my travels, the people that I've connected with, and I say, hey, well, uh, there's a, a church, um, and so I, you've got to be careful because just because it says it's a Pentecostal church doesn't mean it's a church right. where you know we want people to go to. Right. <laughs> um, so you know, I, obviously, when I'm when I'm looking to send people to a a, a local church near where they live, um, I look up, I I go right to their website. I go to the website of all these local churches. I look at, you know, their articles of faith. I, I look at, you know, uh, maybe how they started. I look at their background. I, I, to, to be honest, I look at how, um, how they dress. Um, you know, if, if, if we've got a pastor who's standing up 
uh, in front of the congregation. He's got ripped jeans. I mean, tighter than, uh, you know, and, and they've got the fat of their leg poking out of their jeans because they got their jeans on so tight, but they've got holes in them, rips and tears. And yeah, it's just, that's not, to me, that's not glorifying. It's not Pentecost and it's not glorifying God. Um, and so we want them to go to a church that's going to teach them the fear of the Lord. Right. And not just, you know, uh, I'm just going to go. I'm, it, it's just a tradition to just go to church. We go to church on Sundays. That's what we do. And we don't go Wednesdays. We don't go prayer meetings. We do, we just go Sunday morning. And that's that's not that's not what it's about. Right. It's it, There's more to it than that. And so we want to make sure that wherever we're sending them, that they're going to a church that's going to teach them, you know, the importance of making that commitment and that sacrifice where... Jesus is on the throne of our heart and nothing else. You know, Amen. no no friendships, no relationships, no no family members, no no work, nothing. Nothing should be more important than than where we stand with our God. Right. Because we're we're not going to have those jobs or those relationships or those, you know, those family members necessarily in heaven. You know, right. we're just and so we're we it's just not worth it. It's not worth it. And so I, I do, I do that. I, I will get on and I'll do that research. Um, if people reach out to me through, um, whether it's through the podcast or whether it's through my email or, uh, my ministry website, I talk to them and, 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 uh, find out where they're from. And then I try to link them up with the, uh, best church. So, uh, we are uh, closing in uh, on the hour here. So, um, I want to thank you for your time. And uh, if you haven't, and this is to the listeners, if you have never heard of Holy Ghost Radio, you can go on the App Store, you can go on to the, the Google Play Store, you can download Holy Ghost Radio, the app. Um, you can also go to HolyGhostRadio.com. Um, and there is, it's, it's a tremendous resource for outreach. It's a tremendous resource. Um, you could send it to your friends. Um, I mean, I'm telling you, it will change your life because the preaching on there, they've, there is just so much material. And, you know, when they have those conferences, as, uh, brother Hoffer was talking about, he attends these conferences and they have these conferences live. Um, so if you can't be there in person, you have that, uh, the ability to, to tune into the preaching and, and hear from God in those conferences if you were unable to attend them. Um, and so I think that's, that's incredible. Um, this is, he's a man of God and, and we appreciate, we appreciate you very much, brother Hoffer. I appreciate you, brother Brandon. Thank you. This podcast is made possible because of listeners like you who are willing to bridge the gap. We now have a sponsorship program on our Anchor website in which you can become a monthly sponsor of $1, $5, or $10 a month. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook.